and thank you for joining in to the third episode of the How She Ate an Elephant podcast. This is the first episode that I'm recording since going live on iTunes, and I've been so overwhelmed by the positive feedback and support that I've received from my friends and family. You can't understand how helpful and gratifying it has been. I also really want to shout out everyone who acted as a sounding board as I was putting together this podcast and helped me to put together content and titles and helped validate my format and just really encouraged me to put it out there because you know it took me a very, very long time to finally do it. You know who you are and I just want you to know that you're appreciated. And in fact, that support has inspired this week's topic. Before I get into that, I do want to quickly go over my progress since last week's episode, Be Focused, where I wanted to eliminate some of the distractions in my life so that I could focus on the task at hand and also pay attention to the world around me and some of the signs that life puts in my way um, and take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to me. Since I incorporated last week's tips into my routine, I've realized that I really do not enjoy silence. I struggle so much with not listening to something throughout the day, not sleeping with my phone, and trying not to be on social media. I do still listen to podcasts and music, but I try to set aside an hour to a day where I don't have those distractions, and it is so uncomfortable During that time, I noticed that everything I'm avoiding comes rushing in. All of the different thoughts throughout the day or the different tasks I need to do, I remember them during that time. Yeah, it's been a hard adjustment, but I know that it's working for the better because I actually wrote this episode when I turned off my music this evening and I realized I had enough energy to actually get it done. I put on my Instagram asking for suggestions for alarm clocks to use other than my phone. And most of the suggestions were for either a Fitbit or an Amazon Echo. I'm still really uncomfortable with Siri and Amazon Echo and the idea that browsing data, my sleeping data, my shopping information is all in one area. I'd like to kind of split it up amongst different things. So my mom had an extra Fitbit and I'm trying to see if the vibration alarm will work for me, but it hasn't really been long enough for me to know. But I do like having my phone away from my bed when I go to sleep. I also downloaded the Forest app, which I'll link in the show notes. It's an app that grows a tree in the time that you are not on social media or not using your phone. And I believe that an actual tree is planted if you're able to stay away for long enough, depending on your score. I will confirm that in the show notes. Um, And I also turned off notification sounds for a lot of my apps, and that has also really helped to clear my mind. I don't really need to know every time DeRay McKesson likes a tweet from Issa Rae, even though I love both of them. It's not necessary for me to know it at the exact moment. But there's still a lot of room to grow. And I will keep updating you on that progress. Okay, so this week's topic is to be convinced. After all of the positive feedback that I mentioned that I received from this show, I've been asking myself, wow, this really took me so long to get this podcast out here when I've had the idea for over a year. I don't regret that time, but I don't know why I needed the external validation to move forward with at least trying it. 
this experience with the podcast has shown me that the fact that I think something is a good idea is enough of a reason for me to do it. I really felt like I needed outside validation before moving forward, and I could have just shown everyone the final product and gotten feedback that way instead of just sharing my idea. It's easier for people to respond to an actual product or an audio file than my musings on what I think I would sound like and who I think would benefit. So that was really interesting, especially because if you know me, you know that I've got ideas, business ideas, club ideas, movie ideas, blogs for other people, um, and just ways to save the world are constantly jumping into my head and I'm sharing them with everyone. It is a confidence issue and it's an issue of trusting my gut and trusting my instincts that my opinion is enough to validate. And also waiting on other people to get something done, it really takes so much time away from you and you can end up resenting people who don't deserve it and have different priorities than you. And in reality, you really resent yourself for missing out. There's so many instances where this is apparent in my life, and I think I'm going to touch more on this in the tips. One other thing that I noticed from the feedback that I received is that the feedback I received from people who also create content really stood out. Everything I, I heard was great from all my friends, and I appreciated all of it. Other than my mom, the feedback from these creators really stood out because they all did the following three things. They stopped what they were doing and listened to the podcast immediately. They gave me thoughtful feedback in the form of a compliment sandwich. So it would go something like this. Oh my gosh, I love the podcast. I think it's really great that you're doing this. My one suggestion would be to X, Y, Z, but all in all, I'm so happy for you. And I really think that storytelling is a skill that you should continue doing or something like that. So compliment, constructive feedback, followed by a compliment. The last thing that they would do would be to offer their help or their services in some way. It also stood out because I wasn't left waiting for their opinion. I I haven't really been in this position for so long that I forgot that waiting for someone's opinion puts you in a really vulnerable position. And this isn't anything against everybody else who had to, who took a little bit of time to listen for work or, you know, just having to do other things throughout the day. But when somebody stops and immediately listens to what you're doing or takes note or takes time to pay attention to it, It is really touching, and it's something that I want to try and do for other people. Like I said, I haven't created something like this before, so I didn't know how it felt, but as I'm asking myself, do I support other people in the same way that these creative people supported me? The chorus in my head gave me a resounding no, and that really needs to change. So when I think about being convinced, convinced of my own ideas and goals, and also supporting other people who are convinced, I asked myself a couple questions, which is one, how much is enough external validation and do I actually need any? There are some people out there in your inner circle or that you interact with on a, that you interact with on a frequent basis or people who have certain expertise or skill set in a certain area whose validation would be great. And it is always a good idea to bounce your ideas off of some people, but 
you don't need to tell everyone. You know, you can tell your best friends or someone who has experience in this, but you don't need to tell your friend's boyfriend of two months about your goals in life because ultimately their opinion does not matter at that point. And they don't know you really well enough to really give you any real constructive feedback or to have any context into what you're doing. Two, why am I so hesitant to trust myself? I think that, like I said, my confidence has taken a hit and it's been a while since I was in a position to create something new and have that freedom. The last time was when I was in school and, you know, you really have way less responsibilities and, you know, the consequences of your actions or something not working are much smaller or seemingly much smaller. When you're in the working world, things just seem to be more important for some reason or scarier and failure feels like you're on a bigger stage. I really don't know, but it definitely is a confidence thing and it's something that I can work on knowing that I truly know what's best for me right now and I'm always going to have the most insight into what I'm thinking and what the product I'm creating or the thing I want to work on is going to end up like. Three, I want to ask myself, am I sufficiently supporting the people in my life and their endeavors? The answer is no, as I said. And what can I do to better support them? Hopefully, I'll be, I can see a measurable difference in how I support the people around me, and hopefully they will notice too. So, the tips that I have for this week are to make plans with myself and keep them. I have a tendency to think that a plan is not real or important unless it includes someone else. So I'll often find myself eliminating my self-care night or time alone, just relaxing because I've been invited to something that sounds really cool, but I'll plan events back to back to back way too much for me to, to do. And I'm also not able to bring the best of myself into those situations. Of course, make plans with other people, but also take the plans I make with myself seriously. In addition to that, I really want to schedule doing something alone once a week. And I have to do this outside of the house. If you know me, you will know that I can spend days inside my apartment knowing that I should leave, but just finding it more comfortable. Um, And when I was traveling for work last year, I actually really did exercise this muscle and it is a muscle. Um, And I was able to go out to eat alone and sit at a table or sit at a bar and read a book. During that time, I actually went to a comedy show alone that I really enjoyed. Um, I couldn't find anyone to go with me and I actually missed the first event, but I was able to make the second one and loved it. I realized that I enjoyed spending time by myself and sometimes I might even prefer it. Next, I want to support my friends and family. Likes do not count. I want to buy their products at full price. Call them when I'm thinking about them. Go to their shows. Offer feedback and encouragement. Help them move their furniture. I want to make sure that I'm supporting people in the way that I'm being supported. And wouldn't everything be so much better if we supported the people around us the way that we wanted to be supported? If you put that energy out there, it'll come back to you tenfold. I truly believe that. The fourth tip is to not share my goals with everybody. 
it just creates too much vulnerability, as I explained before. Not everybody really needs to know. You can just explain it after you've done it. That's going to be hard for me because I often do stream of consciousness in a lot of my conversations, which can be great sometimes, but also results in me sharing information that's so unnecessary. I want to make sure that my inner circle is informed, but other than that, let my work speak for itself. And that's it. So this week's book of the week was The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. Um, It was a book that was recommended to me by a number of people. And then I was watching a YouTube video where Oprah was talking with Paolo Coelho and they mentioned this book. So I thought, okay, gotta read this. Um, It's a pretty quick read. I got the audio book, which I highly, highly, highly recommend because it's narrated by Jeremy Irons and his voice is like, I don't even know, like what I think Scottish wool blanket. I don't know how to explain. It's like smooth and kind of scratchy and deep, but like comforting at the same time. Highly recommend the audiobook, but I do have a PDF linked in the show no- in the show notes for those of you who don't have the library app yet or don't have the book. But I'm probably actually going to buy the hardcover of this because I I really really loved it. So in a nutshell, the story is about um, a young boy who is a shepherd and has this dream of a young child telling him to go to the pyramids of Egypt. And he's a shepherd in either Portugal or Spain, I can't remember. But he wakes up and has that dream interpreted by someone in his town, and they're like, you have to go. This is your personal legend, which is a common theme throughout the book about how every person on this planet and every thing on this planet has a personal legend that they have to fulfill or they are meant to fulfill. And he sets off on this journey, somehow finds his way, across the sea he ends up in Morocco and it takes him a very long time to actually get to the pyramids but he eventually does and along the way he is met with different things so people who steal from him or people who encourage him or he finds wealth along the way and so many different things that can distract him or deter him from accomplishing his goal. I really enjoyed the book because it talks about the really simple things that you witness in your life and other people's life and how easy it is to forget about what you want to accomplish or what you're meant to do. All of us have that little voice inside us that tells us, this is what you're meant to do. This is what you enjoy doing. This is what you're good at, but you can get too comfortable or you can get scared and you can get, you can fall in love or anything like that. And, um, You can get distracted, but the longer you stay off of your path, the harder it is for you to find your way back on. And the longer that you deny, even if you hear that you're in the wrong place or your heart is telling you that you are not in the right path, um, the longer that you deny it, the less you see the signs around you that help you course correct. Um, I found it really, really great, except for one thing. And this might be harsh, but... I found it to be a little bit sexist because the main character of the story is a boy. All the important people are boys, except for one person who is his love interest. Her name is Fatima. They meet each other in Oasis in the desert. And his personal legend was to go and find treasure. And her personal legend was to wait for a man to come and find her. 
Like, it's, she's, like, fulfilled her life's goal by meeting and falling in love with him. Um, and I think this is just because it's a male author writing a female character, and he, the, the story isn't really about her, but he could have given her a better purpose in life. I mean, if her purpose is just to wait for some man, she could have done it a long time ago. Um, and it, one of the most interesting interactions was he's saying goodbye to her and saying, you know, I'm going to come back. I just need to continue on my personal legend. Once I accomplish it, I'll come back to you. She says, you know, I'm a woman of the desert. I understand that men have to go, but they'll come back and I will wait like the other women. And when other, the other men return for the other women, it will give me joy and hope that you will come, whatever. Then she's like, I understand. Go do your thing. And she starts to cry. And he's like, Fatima, why are you crying? And she was like, I'm a woman of the desert, but I'm also a woman. (sighs) They really could have given her a much more depth, but alas, whatever. The book was really, really interesting. I highly recommend it. Again, the audiobook was great, and you can read it a little bit faster if you read it at like 1.25 pace, which was great for me. Um, I liked listening to it before bed while I was in the car. Um, So yeah. Next book is called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, He was actually a guest on Oprah's Super Soul Conversations. I swear I also consider book recommendations from other sources. So anyways, Don Miguel Ruiz is, uh, I think he's like, he was a medical doctor, but grew up in a very spiritual family um, that are from the Toltec culture, which predates Aztec culture. And I think they're like some sort of shaman, magical, spiritual... They have this magical spiritual knowledge that they pass down from generation to generation. And um, it's supposedly a short read. The four agreements are be impeccable with your word. Always try your best. Don't judge other people. And I can't remember the fourth one, but I will talk about it in the next one in the next episode. So I look forward to talking about that. Uh, And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. You guys cannot imagine how helpful it has been to know that this podcast is out there. It's given me so much energy. I really do appreciate the support. And I really hope that there's something in here that is helpful to you as well. Okay, have a great week.